Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So I wanted to ask you the LeBron reaction last night. What's yeah. Yeah, I mean, LeBron's one guy um, who I think recognizes his his voice and his platform, and throughout his whole career, um, you know, he's used his voice to, to speak on issues he feels strongly about. Um, you know, I'm I'm happy that that he speaks out. It brings attention to to the the problem, and um, he might not play baseball, but he's one of the greatest athletes of all time. So he definitely understands it. Um, and I actually liked the statement he said about you know the commissioner listening to the players. Um, players are mad right now. Players are upset. Um, it sounds kind of like cliche, but hopefully from a little disagreement, uh, some great resolvement can come from it. Yeah. Yeah, that transcends a certain sport. Um, you know, he's one of the greatest competitors of all time. Uh, he's won finals and stuff, so he understands what that stage means and what that means to guys' careers. And um, quite frankly, that's why guys play um, sports and why they become so obsessed with what they do is to win championships. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool that he, he was speaking out on it. He felt strongly about it. Um, I'm not really sure, to be honest. Um, I wouldn't say guys have just completely lost confidence, but um, I think guys are, are definitely angry um, at what happened in 2017. They're, they're a little upset, I think, that we're not confident that there was a stop put to it in 2018, 2019. Uh, this is a league-wide thing. It affects all players. Um, so I think players are, are angry, yes, at the Astros and what happened in 2017, but I think they're also angry that there's not really a direction right now with where we're going with this. Um, so I've said it before, but I think it's up to players now to direct where we go from here. I mean, players drive the game, and if we want this type of thing to stop going forward, we have to stop it. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's just one player, but I think it's you've already seen it by certain guys that normally don't speak out, say like a Trout or a Bellinger. Um, you know, those are pretty quiet dudes who, who kind of just mind their own business. And for guys like that to start speaking out, I mean, it shows you that it is a problem and that guys do care. So I don't know if there's just one player, uh, you know, necessarily equivalent to him. But um, I think players recognize their responsibility here to change it going forward. Um, I've been happy that players are comfortable speaking out. Jim, did you personally or anybody in here have a problem with a piece of metal comment? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I try to see the best in, in what people say and, and give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, I hope he, he didn't really, you know, mean, I, I hope you're not discrediting the World Series trophy because, like I just said, I mean, that's why guys play the game. Um, there's no other reason to play other than to win, especially when you're at this level. Um, a lot of guys have made money or they've had great personal accomplishments. Now it's about winning and guys want to win World Series. That trophy... Um, is what we're all chasing, really. So, um, I mean, I'd say that's the most important thing to our game. Uh, I have an email I need to read right now, so I actually haven't read it, but uh, I know there's dialogue going on, and 
this time of year we have our spring training meetings with players. Um, I know we're going to meet with other teams even. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to, as I've never seen anything like it, at least since I've been involved uh, in the Players Association, where players want to talk with other players. It's not going to be just an in-house meeting with the Players Association. We want to hear from other teams, other players. We want to get ideas flowing. Um, this isn't just about our team. This is about the game of baseball. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's already a big conversation point. We all know players on other teams and stuff. Um, you know, baseball guys switch teams. Uh, there's roster moves all the time. So we all know guys who know guys, and everyone's talking about it. So I actually think once games start, though, it'll kind of settle down and, and guys will get back to playing. When there are other incidents, whether it's guys taking stuff they shouldn't take or using a court bat or, or, you know, shaving a baseball or whatever, the player gets punished. And in this dynamic, like the players perpetrated the action, the players also did not get punished yeah. for it. As, yeah. a, as a player rep, is that sort of a weird dynamic? Because, I mean, it seems like guys are pissed. You guys are pissed at the players. You're not pissed at the manager or the general yeah, manager yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I read something yesterday that did make sense to me. Though. I think it would have been hard to – you know, bring punishment among the players or bring it down on the players. That doesn't necessarily make it right or wrong, but um, it would have been a really difficult task for the commissioner to pick who gets what and uh, to choose how uh, one player gets, you know, a suspension or a fine versus how another player gets it. Um, but yeah, I mean, guys are upset at players because that's who we're competing against. Um, at the end of the day, we're not competing against the other manager or the other general manager. We're competing against players, and that's what it's all about. We want fair, good competition against each other. Um, and I think we'll get back to that. Um, you know, this is a big headline now. Games haven't started, but I think we're going to get back to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think going in there and drilling guys in the neck is going to really help anything. Uh, it might make guys feel better, but there's nothing we can do about it now. That's how I'm looking at it. We can't go back in time and change anything. Um, all we have is going forward. A lot of those guys from that 17 are on different teams. Um, it's it's tricky. Um, if guys feel like they need to go in there and hit guys, and that's what they need to do to get over it or to make their point, feel free, but I just personally don't think that's really the way to go right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess he felt like he had to protect him because players' feedback was so strong that he thought guys were going to go in there as headhunting or something. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's tricky because, I mean, that World Series was so special to Joe. That's a part of, you know, his life going forward. He's one of my best friends. I mean, he had huge moments in that World Series and in that playoffs. Um, you know, he was a young guy who got to pitch in a World Series, and I don't think it's fair to him to take anything away personally from what he did and what he was able to accomplish. Um, you know, it sucks that the tainted word has to go with these guys for the rest of their lives that probably had no say or no do with what was going on. Um, yeah, it, it's tricky. I mean, we don't really talk about it a ton, to be honest. Um, but, you know, that World Series was still special to so many. Um, so I'm not going to rub it in, in their face. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I grew up an Astros fan, and I never had the chance to see a World Series winning team. But... Um, you know, if I was a kid and my parents had to explain to me what it, all this talk was about, I'd be pretty disappointed. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I, I hope at least for the kids in Houston and stuff, they can still root for the players and still love baseball. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was cool in 2017 to see the excitement in Houston. I remember the parade and all the colors and stuff, and people were really proud of that team. So it's too bad that, uh, I mean, in Houston, it's all over the talk shows, the radios, radio stations that just play music and don't talk about sports or talking about the Astros and stuff. So it's it's everywhere. You can't avoid it in that city. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think last year, I just from observing games, I saw a big step forward in what other teams were doing to protect their signs. You see catchers with wristbands. You see pitchers with note cards. Um, yeah, I mean, I have said it before, but like it became a math equation. Guys had to memorize their signs, and you have to be able to change it out there. If a hitter's on second for a certain amount of time, you got to be able to change it without doing a mound visit because there's a certain amount of mound visits allowed. Um, so you saw catchers at risk getting crossed up all the time and stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think players need to be diligent too about changing signs and. Um, you know, technology withstanding hitters are pretty smart and when they're on second for a certain amount of time they can pick your signs. So we need to be diligent as pitchers and catchers to, to always be aware. Have there been times where you've been on the mound and you guys have been in the process of switching stuff up, you'll forget what the actual call was and stuff off? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a really good example last year. Uh, I was facing Howie Kendrick in Washington and um, I forget what set of signs we were doing. I know it was super complicated, and Sorelli put something down, and it was an O2 changeup to Howie Kendrick, right on right, which I would never throw in a million years. But if my catcher sees something, I'm going to trust him and go with whatever he says. Um, so I stepped off and kind of looked at him, and that means like go through the signs again. So he goes through the signs again, and it's the same set of signs, and it's a changeup again. And I'm like, he must see something that. Howie Kendrick's doing as a hitter, maybe a weakness that we can exploit. So I'm like, cool, I'll throw a changeup. And then he hit a double off the wall. So that's not, they, I don't think they were doing anything sketchy on their end. That's just us messing up the signs. And then he comes out and he's like, that was a slider. I was like, no, I, you called a changeup. So we had to talk it through. So, I mean, that's an instance where our signs got so complicated that we were just lost. Is that where maybe like having more mound visits would actually have been a benefit there? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was the first inning of that game, so I didn't want to use a mound visit right there. Um, and with a veteran catcher, I was just like, he sees something. Maybe he was, um, you know, sitting fastball the pitch before, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I think that could help. But, um, you know, I think the root of the problem here is that people are so paranoid. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.